partnership between News Source One Michiana and Roaring Light Radio. Welcome to Roaring Light, your daily dose of Michiana community news and independent Christian artist music to get you going through the day. Roaring Light hosts are myself, Olivia Keith Hughes, Sylvia Stark, Rachel Kleckner, Pastor Joel Irvin, and Ron Barash. The Public News Service Stellar Newscast, September the 28th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. The Carpenters Union is going to bat for unpaid Nebraska workers at an Amazon facility. More on that from Eric Galatis. Some 140 workers at an Amazon distribution center in Papillon have still not been paid for two weeks of work done in August. Dan Roskowski with the North Central States Regional Council of Carpenters says workers are owed approximately half a million dollars in wages and benefits. He says after one week's paychecks were held up, a superintendent assured workers they would be paid the following week and urged them to keep working. So they did, and they worked another week. The superintendent came up to them with no explanation, no reason behind it, and said, IMI is out of money, sorry, but last week and this week we could not pay you, and walked off. IMI Material Handling Logistics was contracted by Honeywell and telegrated for work at the Amazon Distribution Center, originally set to open this year. Soon after IMI left, another subcontractor, RPM Installation LLC, continued the project of installing conveyors using different workers. Ruskowski says Amazon and its subcontractors have been silent after the union requested that workers be paid. Neither Amazon nor its subcontractors have responded to a request for comment. Oregon has officially axed a gas-fired power plant near the Columbia River. Eric Kanadoff has more. The Oregon Energy Facility Siting Council terminated the site certificate for their proposed perennial wind chaser station in Umatilla County. Audrey Leonard is with Columbia Riverkeeper and says the decision is a victory for the climate. If built, the facility would have been one of the largest greenhouse gas emitters in Oregon. Over its 30-year life cycle, the plant would have emitted at least 30 million tons of greenhouse gas pollution, which means it also would have locked the state into 30 more years of reliance on frack gas. Plans for the plant date back to 2015. Since then, Perennial Power Holdings, the company behind the plant, has struggled to find a buyer for the power that would be generated. Since it was first announced, the state has committed to strong climate goals. In 2020, Governor Kate Brown directed state agencies to cut carbon emissions in Oregon by 80 percent within the next three decades. And Hurricane Ian became a major Category 3 storm Tuesday and will continue to strengthen as it approaches Florida. Ian made landfall about 4.30 Tuesday in western Cuba, just southwest of La Coloma. NBC News reports a hurricane now is in the southeastern Gulf of Mexico. 
It is moving toward Florida at 10 miles an hour and growing stronger. Tropical forest storm winds are expected across Florida's southern peninsula late Tuesday, reaching hurricane force Wednesday, when the hurricane's eye is projected to make landfall. This is PNS. Evictions are on the rise in Virginia after numerous protections provided by federal and state rental assistance programs have ended. According to the Richmond Eviction Lab, the number of renters in Virginia fearing eviction during the first quarter of 2022 was 58%, almost double from the fourth quarter of 2021. Christy Mara with the Virginia Poverty Law Center says a perfect storm of evictions has been brewing for some time now. She says tenants' protections have practically evaporated over the last few months, but identifies an important one remaining. The tenant still has what we call a right of redemption, which simply means they have the right to pay everything they owe the landlord up until 48 hours before the sheriff comes, and they have to stop that eviction. In most cases, there are a few exceptions to that for tenants who rent from small-time mom-and-pop landlords. Numerous landlords have filed eviction cases to be prosecuted over what advocates say are unrealistic periods of time. I'm Edwin J. Vieira. And the U.S. is now talking with several nations as part of an emerging framework for trade policy. The Indo-Pacific Economic Framework involves more than a dozen countries and has four negotiating pillars. While there are motivations to move away from standard trade ideals, Steve Supan of the Institute for Agriculture and Trade Policy says influence from large agribusiness firms still might complicate things. Pesticides is one of them. Some of the IPEF countries have pesticide policies that are rejecting U.S. imports that have pesticide residues on horticulture and grain exports. He predicts that will lead to calls for the elimination of zero-tolerance policies, with companies arguing they'll disrupt the delivery of food. The Pesticide Action Network says the U.S. already has lax pesticide rules, and states like Iowa do not strongly enforce existing guidelines. It says that impacts a farmer's health and food safety. I'm Mike Mowen. Finally, Mary Sherman lets us know Ohioans are encouraged to participate in a new national challenge to improve their health as well as the lives of others. During the Sober October event, people of legal drinking age can pledge to abstain from alcohol for a month while raising money to help people in recovery. Louise Frazier is with Smart Recovery, a nonprofit program that includes a network of support groups in Ohio and other states. He says one in four Americans reported increased alcohol use during the pandemic. People were isolated. They were without their normal support. They were maybe bored and not going to work. So all these things contributed to people using alcohol more and and some of them getting into trouble as a result. 17% of Ohio adults reported excessive alcohol use in 2020, according to the CDC. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service. Member and listener supported our great radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org. Welcome to Roaring Light. Matthew and for Olivia today. Hurricane Ian will hit western Florida late afternoon or early evening. Please lift the whole state in prayer heavily. News Source 1 Michiana has a link to hear in real time what is happening with the hurricane from amateur radio operators or ham radio operators. It's called the Hurricane Watch Net. That link is posted in the featured section. Now locally, we again need to pass this along. Beach Hazard's statement remains in effect through this. Evening. What, high wave action, strong currents, and dangerous swimming. Conditions expected. Piers will be heavily swamped by waves.
waves 4 to 8 feet subsiding to 3 to 5 feet this afternoon, and to 2 to 3 feet by late this evening. Where, in Indiana, northern LaPorte County, in Michigan, northern Berrien and southern Berrien counties, when, through this evening, impacts, strong currents can pull swimmers into deeper water, and high waves can sweep people off piers. Precautionary slash preparedness actions. Remain out of the water to avoid hazardous swimming conditions. Do not venture out on piers. Now your detailed forecast. Today. Partly sunny, with a high near 58. North wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight. Mostly clear, with a low around 37. North wind around 5 miles per hour becoming calm in the evening. Thursday. Patchy frost before 9 a.m. Otherwise, sunny, with a high near 63. East wind around 5 miles per hour. It's Wednesday. Hump day. Let's praise the Lord in song. in you because you are the one who conquered the grave.
much more than we ever ask Can do so much more than we ever think To God be the glory To God be the glory To God be the glory Can you help support the Plymouth FOP? You sure can. Here's what you can do to help them. Marshall County will be having the Relay for Life coming up. All the Relay teams, including Plymouth Fire, are selling chicken and noodle tickets, $10, for October 27th drive through style. If you would like a ticket, you can contact Marilyn at Plymouth Fire at 574 three six nine twenty one fifty six and it will be a chicken and noodle dinner and your dinner will include mashed potatoes green beans a roll and a cookie and this will take place on thursday october 27th from 4 to 6 p.m at 610 east jefferson street in plymouth and they will be serving only pre-sale tickets only brought to you by bob's cafeteria all proceeds go to help support relay for life looking for something fun to do over the fall check out this fall bucket list you can go to a pumpkin patch you can go apple picking you can have a picnic outside maybe plan a movie night you could also host a game night with some friends bake an apple pie, plan out Halloween costumes. We can go for hay rides. You can get lost in a corn maze. Amazing Acres is a good place for that, which is local to us somewhere in off of Union, Michigan. You can attend a fall festival. Maybe you want to make some colorful art, leaf art. Maybe you want to go on a hike. You could make a pine cone bird feeder and you could carve some pumpkins. Here, hope you enjoy some of these fall bucket list items that you can do this coming up fall. Elkhart, Indiana. Coming up October 1st, at that church on the rise will be a concert put on by Unspoken with comedian Mikey Bell and featuring a local band, All Four Generations. And they are located at 28082 County Road 4 in Elka, Indiana. I just happen to know the wife of one of the lead musicians of the band. And they are fantastic.
if you would like to attend their performance, it would only cost $20 for general admission. Get your tickets now, and the show will start at approximately 7 p.m. And for more information about that, you can connect with them at For All Generations Facebook page to get a little bit more information on what's happened. Take care. Do I deliver to 
If I obsolete, they won't remember you. I'm a feature, leading with procedures that make believers with truth. Coming out the speakers to check deceivers, not co-deceivers. I ain't a fall guy. The winter soldier, stop your drive like a DUI. Don't even need to lie. I'm causing injury, so be advised. Stepping to me when it ain't authorized. That's unacceptable. Damage is irreparable. No advantages, I'm dismantling your schedules. Full disclosure, the eyes swell exposure on the front end. End game, game over. Never be negligent, but careful what you represent. The Morgan ER is filled with plenty residents. And I got written permission to keep extending the visitational rights of the persistent. Uh, but I'm just talking now, that's not what I'm about. It's my responsibility to teach y'all not to doubt And every recipient receives the same warning Unfortunately, hard heads will get their frames torn in From the morning to the evening Unnecessary mourning and grieving A bunch of slow singing and flower bringing I'm green landing with the power ringing I'm Superman with the eyes beaming Wonder Twins with the fist bumping Aquaman when the fish get summoned I'm talking sharks, barracudas, and piranhas Stingrays and killer whales that rip your arms off That's the level of weight I bring like Thor's hammer It ain't permitted for me to do an angry banner I'd rather walk out before I hawk out And read about how bodies got chalked out And how blocks caught the fallout Instead of getting on your job, play sick, son, and call out so let's agree that you don't want to see that side of me And any breach of this agreement is a lie to me Results in termination, your life's extermination The right to persecute and sue you for your violation I hereby decree that all parties listening are obligated To uphold what they are witnessing Hereafter known as kingdom enforcement Employing godly forces for your enjoyment Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Bread alone don't give you essence, oh so tasty, oh so pleasant Will not cure, not convalescent, vanishing like evanescent People dying, they are starving, lack of food, not lack of armin' Nations placing ponds for harming, blood is running, trenches carving Feed us, Lord, with your expression, the word came forth to teach us lessons Pulling us from deep transgressions, no more stress and intercession On our behalf from Jesus Christ, every syllable perfect spice Made for us with such delight, have our faces shining bright Hit him with Facts, don't know how to act, running like we superman, precision's exact, aim over the heart, called a heart attack, given as a cure for the darkness that we have, articulation, no mistaking, so delicious, have me taken, second helpings, I'm awakened, see the famine, it is breaking, we don't live by bread alone, can't supplement the nutrients we need inside to grow, you designed our nucleus, fiending for your hope, the works you do are beauteous, so full about the blow, got me feeling like Vesuvius. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, 
lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Let's have another lesson. Do we question his perfection? Are we testing him in heaven? Do we walk in his direction? Do we walk upon the pinnacle in the midst of our transgression? Listen to the devil's lies, stuck in self-obsession. I know I have, I know I have. Disrespect the great, I am the holy lamb, the son of man. So quick I ran, so quick I ran. Sprinting far away from trial, exhausted, tired from this denial. Felt so empty, felt so vile. Testing God now on my trial. Forty days in the wilderness, forty days in the barren lands. Tempted by the devil as Satan misrepresented the truth of God. Please give us a heart to follow after your example, to fight the lies with the truth. We pray all this in your righteous and holy, beautiful name, Jesus. Amen. Happy Hump Day. I'm Joel of Heart City Church. Welcome again to Happy and Whole in Him. Let's spend five minutes with Jesus. There's this cartoon where a psychologist looks at his patient and remarks, Mr. Figby, I think I can explain your feelings of guilt. You're guilty. Yesterday we talked about the powerful emotion shame. And I realize it's worth further defining shame because Many of us tend to understand it as guilt, another powerful and often related emotion. Both shame and guilt are about falling short, but guilt has more to do with what we can measure objectively. You did this crime, or you didn't do what you should have, and therefore you feel remorse, liable, guilty. Adam and Eve were guilty for the action of eating off the wrong menu, but their shame as they felt naked and hid was more of a subjective or an affective thing. They felt humiliated and defective. Shame is the feeling your person, the essence of who you are, is all wrong. If Genesis 3 had gone differently with Adam and Eve looking to confess their guilt, they'd go to God and say, We're sorry. And when God said, What for? They'd have held out the fruit corn and said, For this crime. But it wouldn't be the same if they came to God with their shame. God, we're sorry. What for? Everything. Everything. Look at us. Their guilt was a loss of innocence, of purity. Their shame was about their loss of glory, their honor. This opening scene in human history actually tells us that guilt and shame are not always bad. God gave us these emotions to signal us that we need restoration. Our culture promotes the idea of living shamelessly as freedom. If you feel it's okay, don't be ashamed about it. But this is a lie that enslaves us. As fallen people, we cannot accurately measure what's okay. God gave us feelings of guilt and shame to signal us that we need restoration. So when we feel this way, we need to step back and examine what these feelings indicate. Did we do something that caused or perhaps could have caused injury? Is my sense of shame indicating I'm not living as a new creation in Jesus? Anytime we feel guilt or shame, we need to ask why and then examine our relationships. Our culture will tell us to look inward, look inside to find freedom from guilt and shame. That is not the remedy. 
guilt and shame should move us outwards, out towards Jesus, out towards our neighbors. The good news of the gospel is not that you were awesome. No, we mess up every day. I didn't treat my wife as I should. I was insensitive to my daughter. I tended towards selfishness. And when I hurt others, I ought to feel embarrassed and bad about it. I ought to hang my head in shame. And though it can be the hardest thing in the world to own your wrongs and to admit it, friend, take a chance. Asking forgiveness is one of the most freeing things you can do, no matter what response you might receive. I remember after turning my life over to Christ about 13 years ago, God began showing me how manipulative and cruel I'd been to so many of my co-workers. But God's Spirit was at work softening my heart, and I didn't want God to stop that work. So one at a time, I went to those I had offended, and I told them I was wrong for things I'd done, and I asked each person if they would forgive me. And while it was embarrassing, and sometimes it didn't go well, I began feeling the release from the power of guilt and shame, and I even saw some restoration. Now, as an aside, you can feel guilty and not be guilty, just as much as vice versa. And there is a difference between feeling ashamed because you're wrong and being wrongly shamed. So this is where we need to turn to God's Word and to other Christians for help to know the difference. Lastly, I want you to remember the Gospel, which is only the Gospel if it is bad news first. You deserve to be condemned and humiliated. But God sent His Son, Jesus, to take your place. Every week at Heart City, we confess all our mess, and then we hear God's pardon from Scripture. We hear that we are set free from the power of guilt and shame when Jesus proclaims words like Isaiah 54.4, Fear not, for you will not be ashamed. Be not confounded, for you will not be disgraced, for you will forget the shame of your youth. So when you're feeling guilty or ashamed, when Satan tempts you to despair, don't look at you. Turn your eyes to heaven, to Jesus, because that's where your honor and righteousness is, and he will always be there for you. And let Jesus show your accuser the scars in his hands, his feet, and his side that took away your guilt. And then smile as you remember he has promised to turn all your shame into joy. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you call all who are weary and heavy laden to come to you and find rest. We confess right now we have not loved you as we ought, nor our neighbors as ourselves. Help us this day by your Spirit's work to turn away from the world's lies that we might realize to the very core of our being the freeing power of the gospel that you died for sinners. Amen. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council.
the sight is glorious See the men of sorrows now From the fight return victorious Every knee to him shall bow Crown him, crown him Crowns become a victor's brow Crown him, crown him Crowns become a victor's brow Crown the Savior Trophies Jesus brings In the seat of power enthroned him While the vault of heaven rings Crown him, crown him Crown the Savior King of Kings Crown him, crown him Crown the Savior King The Savior's claim Saints and angels crowd around him On his title praise his name approaches or has been and we will enter daylight savings time in the next few weeks here are some reminders to both ladies and gentlemen it's starting to get dark earlier make sure you fill up your gas tank before sunset keep an extra charger with you at all times signing up for AAA is a great idea check your tires and oils do not do 18 runs in the evening Park in well-lit areas. Only unlock your doors if you're immediately getting out of your car. Pay attention to your surroundings. Keep your heads up and your phones down. Stay safe.
family, all music lovers and car lovers. Here are some events just for you. The best Wednesday ever will take place on Wednesday, September 28th from 4 to 8 p.m. on Western Avenue in South Bend. And they will have street, fair food, truck, trucks, music, and more. You can also head over to Curbside Concerts featuring Abby Thomas Band at the Elkhart Public Library here in Elkhart on Friday, September 30th from 7 to 9 p.m. And if you're into cars, you can head over to the Classic Car Show happening Saturday, October 8th at 3 p.m. in Condung Park in Bristol, Indiana, where there will be food and mer- entertainment and fun. Hope you enjoy some of these music events that's happening in or around your local area. Welcome to Happy and Whole in Him. I am Pastor Joel of Heart City Church. I began this devotional because of all the negativity I was seeing in our community. I want Jesus to reorient us as to how to live in such a time as this. In John's first chapter, Philip runs up to his friend Nathaniel, excited that they have found the promised one Israel has been waiting for. It is Jesus of Nazareth. And Nathaniel quips, can anything good come from Nazareth? Nathaniel's a skeptic, pessimistic about the future. He's even quite opinionated about a whole group of people. Do you know anybody like that? So how does Jesus deal with this opinionated skeptic? His first words are to commend Nathanael. John 1.47 Here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Jesus praises this opinionated skeptic. He says, I appreciate this guy because he tells it how he sees it. And Nathanael becomes a disciple. So how does Jesus reorient us here in our day when so many are suffering from negativity? We praise our neighbors for God's sake. God-centered, positive affirmation. This is a vaccine and often needed in many doses, which can stave neighbor negativity off. And Jesus does this throughout his ministry. Read Luke 7, where he first marvels over the faith of an enemy occupier, then praises doubting John the Baptist as the greatest of prophets, and concludes by commending a notorious sinner for her faith and love. Jesus shows us praise of people is not opposed to praise of God. So long as we keep one thing in mind, proper praise of folks must be God-centered. We look for the commendable qualities in neighbors so God will get the glory. Because here's the thing, any good thing you see in a person was God-given. Paul writes in Romans 11, 35 and 36, Who has ever given to God that God should repay them? For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. All the good qualities in your neighbor come from God, so we're called to praise them. Now, it may feel like you're robbing from Peter to pay Paul by praising a neighbor, but the reverse is true if you don't. You're robbing God of his praise if you fail to look for and praise him for the gifts he's given your neighbors made in his image. So the question, well, how do you avoid simple flattery? Well, just preface your compliment with, I praise God for the skill he gave you. Or you say, I thank God for your kindness and concern. This is what Paul does when he's writing to the Corinthian church, a church with major issues. You can even praise the worst person in the world 
even a political figure you don't like. Read Daniel's praise to pagan King Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel 2, 37 and 38, the very same guy who had destroyed Daniel's hometown and enslaved him. Now, it can be hard to give positive affirmation to a neighbor who's really stuck on themselves. You know, you think the last thing a narcissist needs is another person saying they're great. John Piper says, though, our fatal error is believing that wanting to be happy means wanting to be made much of. It feels so good to be affirmed. But the good feeling is finally rooted in worth of self, not the worth of God. The path to happiness is an illusion. Do you hear what Piper's saying here? So God-centered affirmations are means to push folks onto the right path of true happiness because you tell them their worth is found in their creator. We love our neighbors by refusing to ignore their gifts, by pointing them to the source of those gifts. And the amazing thing is when you praise God for what he's doing in the people's lives, people love it. They smile. And you may just find a door into their lives. So what about folks who are opposed to Jesus? Is there anything to praise? Sam Crabtree writes, Yes, the image of God. Our failure to praise them may even unwittingly abandon them on their hell-bent path, even propel them on an accelerated descending trajectory, having alienated them from the very ones who possess the truth so crucial for them to hear. So we praise our neighbors for God's sake, and it is not to be seen as a chore we have to do, but as our delight, as we saw in Psalm 37, 4 yesterday, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. We delight ourselves in the Lord when we praise his work in others. May you grow in happiness and wholeness in him alone. Let's pray. The heavens declare your glory, O God, and the sky proclaims your handiwork. And we praise you that men speak of your mighty deeds in a special way because we're made in your image. Forgive us for not marveling enough. Lord Jesus, Help us to live more in you by opening our eyes to see the good in others and give us then the words of life to speak to them. Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Praise Him above Father, Son.